I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Oops Podcast, Julio Gallarotti. You know me. Hopefully you love me. Here we fucking go. Another big episode here. We have a great guest on the pod today. He is a hilarious comedian. You might have seen his special, Here's Everything, on HBO. He is an actor. He's a producer. Uh, he is a industry Illuminati. This guy's in oh, the mix. No. This guy's Don't in- expose me. He may be in the Illuminati, <laughs> but he may not be. Uh, he's also one of my best friends in the world, both as a comedian and just in general in life. Uh, give it up for my pal, Ricky Velez, everybody. Welcome, dude. Dude, if anybody's in the Illuminati, it's you. No, dude. Yes, it is. No, like, dude. you know the gatekeepers. <laughs> dude, I really... <laughs> From the day I met you, I, like, you were rolling up in Bentleys, dude. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> dude, I... <laughs> I give them. I taught them tennis, bro. But I'm still on the outside. Oh, okay. I know. I know something's up. But I'm, you know, I'm just. Fair. I'm just the it. tennis teacher. Uh, but dude, welcome. Good to see you. Good to have you on the pod. This is fun. I like being here. I love this. I love this. This is fun, dude. So I have a fun idea for us for this pod. I was thinking about how we could do something a little bit different here, and I think it would be really fun to. Me have, and you just start making out, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's funny you say that, dude. Yeah, I was watching the Jake Paul fight and I was like, this is pretty cool, but you know what I'd pay twice as much for to just watch these guys have sex with each other? Dude, that would be bonkers. <laughs> Who's he going to bang is next, that, dude? That's how each fight ended? Yeah. Jake and Giannis Antetokounmpo? Well, once I beat you, I get to bang you. <laughs> I'm paying, I'll pay $1,000 to watch that, dude. Um, good shit, dude. Um, all right, so we've known each other a long time. The timeline of how long we've known each other is actually disputed. We have a different memory of meeting each other for the first time which i think is funny you beat me in a comedy competition that's not first of all that is not where we i i don't i knew you i remember meeting you before that uh, okay you, this comedy competition by the way dude that's I, when i started remembering things yeah that's when, that's when i i have to hate you first before i absolutely <laughs> love you yeah i just remember just be like oh look at this guy i hate him dude <laughs> Just all happy, and you're like a golden retriever. That's the people. Yeah, just oh, hey, dude, you're one Fuck of the. I always guy. say this about Julio. He's he's the best in any situation you're in. That's very nice, dude. Whether it be a bad situation or a good situation, you add Julio to it, it's better. That's dude. That's very nice. That's a very nice thing to say about. Thank you. Else. It's I true. It. Thank you, dude. Um, I remember meeting you where you were on stage at New York Comedy Club or something, and. I hadn't met you yet. I was sort of in this like less legitimate comedy circle at the time. Like you were sort of like doing real comedy already. I was doing like bringer shows and shit and mics too, but like I wasn't doing real shows. <laughs> but you were also performing wearing sunglasses. No, dude. By the time you met me, I was not doing that anymore. The third or fourth time I performed, I wore sunglasses and I had a terrible set, by the way. But it's the first two or three sets I were I crushed. You're like, way before your time. But it was a bringer show, dude. Chappelle be the doing sun- that now, dude. You're be, <laughs> dude, it's like when shrooms got hot in comedy and everybody was doing oh, them. Yeah. We had done them for years we and were, everybody was like, those kids are out of their minds. Yeah, and okay, it's like, nah. Now yeah. you're on. I've actually been microdosing. Microdosing. Fucking be a man. Take them yeah, all. You're a bitch, dude. 
That's hilarious. Um, but anyway, I remember seeing you on stage doing doing like material. Like I was doing these shows where like I was one of the better people on the shows, but like nobody was really doing like, you know, there'd be the pro one pro comic would like feature on the show. And I thought that guy made a million dollars a year. We always talk we about always this. Talk about that. We always talk about this. How like we would see a guy and be like, oh man, he must live in a, like yeah. the penthouse. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you were getting paid, if you were booked on the show by the actual booker of the club, we thought you made a million dollars a year. Period. Also thought the booker was making millions of dollars. That too. And Everybody then we just found out he was Jim Gaffigan's bitch. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. Um, so anyway, I saw you doing that. Then I remember you started booking the prom shows. Yeah. Which is how I met a bunch of people. I mean, I met Pete that way. That's I remember, how I met Pete. Yeah. I remember he was must have been 15 or something. 16. Yeah. yeah, yeah was, I met him at 16. He was super young. And then, you know, all a bunch of other guys were in the mix who I sort of knew already. You but like, want to smoke a joint? Yeah. <laughs> he's driving. All right, out. kid. Yeah. This kid who's driving <laughs> to the show. Right. Seriously. He was driving yeah. to the show on a Wednesday night, whatever, at midnight. Because these prom shows, you do them at two in the morning. It's like organized fun. So like kids who went to the prom don't get in trouble. Anyway, so Ricky was booking those. And I remember because I, I was trying to get on them because Chris D was booking them, Chris Stefano. And then he's like, I don't book them anymore. This guy, Ricky Velez, books them now. And yeah. I hit him up. I was like, okay. So I went by and like Mike Cannon was doing those. Like a bunch of people who are like Stan Hershon. Dan Hershon. Yes. Gosh, one, of, you, one, of, one of my favorite comics coming up to be around. Good guy all good around guy. and then just stop. Stop doing it. Started like being a filmmaker or whatever. Yeah. Um, really solid guy. I think Nico White was maybe doing some of those Absolutely, too. Absolutely, Nico. Um, I kind of forget who else, but I remember like us hanging out a lot during that time. Uh, and the girl that I was dating at the time too thought that you and Pete were really hot, which was funny because like uh, Pete okay. being, you I, know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete being hot. <laughs> that's obvious now. Pete being hot. But like, that was a hot take at the time. Pete was he still was a child. He was still like a diamond in the rough. Yeah, it was kind of like, weird that she was into him. He was like, like a great Dane puppy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like too, he was like big, but a little boy still like he was like, <laughs> so that was like a good call on her part. Like you, her calling you thinking you were hot was not like surprising, but I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Ricky's so hot. Ha, ha. It, yeah. Just a weird tension a to put in between. A, it's annoying, but it yeah. was fine. I was the fine with that. I'm like, she was, you're it, fluid. It's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. No, but it's okay to say that as long as you're like a solid girlfriend still, which she honestly, she was, she was yeah. cool. She was a good hang. Um, so whatever, that's how I sort of remember it. But while I was thinking about how we could like most effectively do this podcast, cause we could easily be like the writer's strike. We'll like, talk about obvious shit, no. but because we're like old pals, I thought it would be fun to assemble a bunch of pictures from like memorable experiences <laughs> and show them to you and like kind of see what you think about them. How embarrassed am I going to be? I don't think you're going to be embarrassed at all, but if you hate any of these, we can immediately, uh, we can immediately let's go into them. Well, I'm ready. To let's die. Go. So let's die. The first picture I have of you in my camera roll. This is not that significant. First picture ever. I think this is from May, 2012. Obviously there's pictures from before that probably somewhere, but this is the first picture that I have of you in my camera roll. And I have every single picture I've ever taken in my camera roll, as you know, yes, famously. And sometimes people get stressed out about that. And they're like, dude, it stresses a lot like, of people out that you have everything out. we've ever done, but I don't have any either videotaped or <laughs> recorded in a way, dude. but it's fun to have memories. And you're I'm, the I, Jeffrey Epstein of my friends, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
just <laughs> filled with blackmail in your phone. Yeah, right. I mean, the, uh, there's nothing that bad in here. But this is this is the first photo that I have of you. I'm pulling it up right now. Wow. This is the first picture that I have of Ricky. Okay. Uh, which this is an insignificant photo. No, but it's great. But dude. it's important because the book bag. The book bag. Those the, are the book bag days, dude. Running around New York City with book bags on, and yeah, and they're just filled with unnecessary things. All your stuff. Everything, because but, that was the worst part of not living in the city. You would just have your stuff with yeah. you. Can we tell the 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 story when you went food shopping? That's funny. We can Dude. absolutely tell that real quick though. You weren't really a backpack guy. Yeah, you I had, was. Absolutely. You had a car for a while. Yeah, I did. And then there was a period where you fucked your car up and you didn't have a car. Is that yeah, when you had yeah, a backpack yeah, yeah. moment? I, I, I would say I was on and off again because I split the car with my brother. So like got I had the car it. and then I didn't have got the it. car. So I was book bagging it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Here got and it. there. But um, yeah, when you're a comic and you don't live in Manhattan and you come in during the day, you're just here. Yeah. You're just, it was the worst part just which, having yeah. everything on you all day. Which is so funny. Danny hates when comics bring backpacks to his show. Danny runs the show on Fridays and if people bring a backpack, Danny calls it backpack on a Friday energy. And he's just not taking into account that like these kids might've had a really hard day. Danny just wants this to be this fun party so he can meet girls. And like, if someone shows up with a backpack, he gets so mad at them. But that's his OCD. Like, time, dude, there's nothing about a backpack that's ruining the party. Wow. When have you ever been to a party and been like, yo, this party sucks. There's so many backpacks. Here. <laughs> I know, it's dude. an insane idea. Totally. And to especially push. now, like, you know, Gen Z, I feel like are much more chill about that kind of stuff. I don't see a lot of people with backpacks on anymore. Yeah. Comics. Right. As right. well. But the best part about that is like, you're stuck in the city. You can't, you can't like do it. Like you have to have all your stuff. And Julio went through like, <laughs> dude, this is crazy. Julio <laughs> and Julie was there. She was visiting I, from she California. She loves this story too. Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> so... <laughs> We used to go to this bar called Barcelona and it was a shot bar Dude, it's and it was such down the block from Broadway Comedy Club. Themed shots. Yeah. So like someone will order the Harry Potter shot and they put <laughs> on the hat fire. and they're like, Patronum. They like do like a 10 minute thing. The full Dude, metal jacket. Full metal jacket was a 15 minute shot. They you make would, you do put a hundred push-ups and call you a bitch. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. I think it's still there. It's a good time. If is you're, it if you're, really still there? I think it we is. should do a Midtown, night there do with night there. the pod. Tropical ecstasy. <laughs> Tropical ecstasy was made for Josh Wesson. Shout out Josh Wesson. Josh Wesson. One fifty one. They all call him Playa. Yeah. It was. It would get you fucking. Trash. It was. It was orange red. It was a crazy, drink. violent looking, crazy. Drink. And he would slam like, oh, I had five tropical ecstasies last night. And this is the voice we've assigned yeah. to John. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> what name Barcelona. Barcelona. It's in Midtown. Dude, it's sick. It was so yeah. fun. The chocolate pretzel shot, I don't it tasted just like a chocolate pretzel. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It's crazy. But we would just be having all these sugary shots. We'd be the most hammered people in the world. Mm -hmm. And, and the generation before us of comics all used to go there too. Does everybody know? Nate yeah, Bargatze, Joe List, Nate Bargatze, everybody. When all those guys drank. I think most of those people are but sober. But this now, was right? the best part about it. And I don't know if everybody knows this about you, is if you ask Julio to do something three times, <laughs> he does it. It's nuts. <laughs> it's like, dude, let's have a drink. He'll be like, no, no, no. I time it. Like, just say, hey, all right, in the next five minutes, oh, are you sure you don't want to drink? 
have a drink. Bam, we're yeah, going. That's true. And this day, Julio had uh, he went to Gristidi's. I think yeah, it was one of those grocery stores right there. A healthier, a healthier grocery it was store. The, it was the one. Of and you live deep in Brooklyn, yeah. where you didn't have great grocery stores. Nope. And he's there with all of his uh, his uh, groceries. groceries. And <laughs> dude, he ends up ripping it for the whole night. <laughs> I don't know how much we want to go into yeah, detail. We can. I don't remember the specifics, please. And if I'm uncomfortable with them, we can cut them. But dude, I remember at one point you started ribbing <laughs> off the bar and you were covering it with a coaster. So the bartender, Casper, do you remember Casper? And you were just hiding it. And when he would walk away, you'd rip it again. And I was like, <laughs> this is nuts. So you're ripping drinking shots and also have a bag of full of healthy groceries <laughs> two full uh, grocery bags gigantic bags of groceries fully shut down the bar stayed there till 4 45 in the Easy. morning and had groceries with me the whole time and so was fun. and was planning to go home Dude, i may have just so walked fun. by i may not have even known you guys were there i almost wish julie was here for this podcast because yeah. <laughs> she would have she so has many vivid memories yeah. of it um, the only one that has memories <laughs> And it, well, so that is true. That's a nice sneak peek into what I'm like. That no was like. Also, if you see me at a show, don't think that you're going to get me to take a shot if you ask me seven times, please. I mean, <laughs> I would ask him. <laughs> the I mean, there's a hell of a chance, dude. By the way, that reminds me. The other night, somebody tried to buy us a shot. Do you remember this? We we had just, we had done a show together uh, at the stand, and a guy comes up oh, after yeah. the show. He goes, "Let me get you guys a shot." We're like, "No, we're good." He goes, "Come on," and we're like, "No," and then he just goes. All right, how about a beer? We're like, dude, no. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was so weird, dude. And that was already after some guy was talking to you. I think that's just so weird when a guy wants to buy another guy a drink. Uh, listen, like, you're my friend. I'll buy you yeah, a drink. Yeah, yeah. Like, I understand that. But just walking up to a stranger being like, yo, let me... No, dude. What's your yeah. motive here? Dude, I've been trying to think about that. And I've realized why. Because, like, I remember when I was, like, in high school and I'd meet Ghostface at a concert. Like... It was an outdoor concert and it's easy to get access to him because they're standing outside behind the stage and I want to smoke weed with him. You smoke it. And they're like, no, no. And if they said yes, that was sick. Hey, Julie, I'm really going to hurt your feelings, but we're not Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> we are very far we're from not Ghostface. Ghostface. Okay, fine. Noted. And feel free. I, you guys feel free to buy me a drink. I like getting drinks. Yes, for me. absolutely. But, but yeah, don't be pushy. Be pushy with him. You'll get what you want sooner or later. He gives you what you want. Next photo. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You remember that? Oh, man. Dude, we should have the whole gang here if we're going to do this. I know. I know. Uh, we should is, do another one of this. No, it's just me and you. <laughs> just, How did? Who's the woman holding on to me? That oh one's no, crazy. Dude. Okay, so oh, I this, see Josh. I see Josh. Jo oh yeah, Josh is right in the back. Yeah. Josh, what else? Josh is there. Um, oh dude, I'm I'm blasting uh, a cig. I got a <laughs> pina colada in my hand. Do you remember I'm what we did this Some day? sort of high top. Yeah, I remember where we are. We just did Shark Boat. Yes, we did. September 2022 or 2012. We just did Shark Boat. Which, explain Shark Boat, bro. <laughs> shark Boat is this thing, and it became funny because everybody knew I hated it. 
<laughs> this was like this funny joke that I hated the shark boat. It's this stupid boat painted like a shark. And if you sit in the back, you get you get really soaked. wet. Soaked. And it's like it's a thing to like ask the boat guy where you'll get the most wet and he tells you and that's Or he'll be like, go sit in the back if he doesn't like you and you're as blasted as we were. <laughs> yeah, right. We would go down to the South Street seaport. Before where it was a thing. It's become a thing. Oh, now, people hang out there now? now? there's Casa Cipriani's there. There's No way. Yeah, there's stuff at the seaport. Before it used to be... Is the shark boat still there? I don't know, but my our friend's dad used to say, it's the place you take a woman if <laughs> you want to cheat, cheat on your wife. Because <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll never see anyone you know there. <laughs> that man's the head of the Illuminati, by the way. <laughs> he may be. He may, yes. He may, may or may not be. But... Yes, we would go down to the seaport and get blasted off pina coladas and margaritas frozen. Frozen. That were like $5 a piece. If I drank one of those right now, I would permanently have tits. <laughs> it was like a 35 ounce frozen margarita. The sweetest 900 grams of sugar. I would just transition into a woman oh, and being a woman man. immediately. Dude, um, so yeah and then it's painted like a stupid shark it's painted like a stupid shark it goes really fast through the river you're getting splashed with river water Ugh. which is terrible but we're so drunk we're having the best time of our lives <laughs> and supposedly we met a family <laughs> and that, took a picture with them yeah who was which, really into us I mean that woman's holding on to me pretty tight yeah right? she loves you um, um, and dude, a young girl being a little upset about the situation <laughs> Then, this is unbelievable. I cannot believe you have this. This is absolutely insane. And they were on the boat, but obviously in some good seats because yeah. they are not nearly as wet as you are in the back, dude. You're soaked. Look happy. at your hair. I'm trying my it's best to make the best out of it. They play really stupid music also on yeah, the boat. Like I got a feeling. Yeah, and like LMFAO, yeah. Dr. Reese, shot, and but, shot, yeah, shot, yeah, shot, 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 And then shot, the guy shot. has a microphone, and you drive by the statue of liberty and he goes the statue of liberty everyone goes ah! <laughs> dude, it's so fucking stupid i hated the shark no part. dude this is i'm scared where these photos but are no, going they're at not this bad. point they're this not is bad. so funny but benny loves the shark he part. actually asked me the other day if i would do it again for his birthday and i'm like i don't think it's there dude yeah we got to see if it's still i there. think the shark boat took a hit in pandemic and ben <laughs> And Benny's always good. Yeah, Shark Boat may not have survived the pandemic, dude. It couldn't have. But it was outside, man. All right, Benny. Benny. <laughs> Benny on Benny, Benny. Is it? Yeah. Benny well, on it wearing a mask in pandemic. B Benny loves it more than anything. Benny truly loves the Shark Boat. Benny loves like fun outdoor activities. So Ben and Josh and Ricky and I ran the show called Fat Baby, which like we've talked about a bunch. And we have some pictures from it here as well that we'll talk about. Um, but, dude, my blasting so hang SIGS day. Yeah. Oh, man. We were both blasting a ton of heaters. Um, and I would always the back then that heaters, was always heaters, 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 heaters. that was one of Ricky's best qualities he would always share his cigs dude <laughs> Thanks, his man. communal cigs uh, really appreciated it so shark boat next photo this is February 2013 this is us headed to Los Angeles to visit Julie yep. yeah yeah that's right and we you know what are we here you're you're we're both pretty young here yeah and we are like classic people who don't fly a lot we think that because we have an early flight we need to stay up all night and all, oh my god we ended up at barcelona the night before we did we went to barcelona until it closed and then we went from the, there to the airport on the air train no but before 
and maybe this was a different time, so maybe I'm combining memories, but you took me around your neighborhood in Queens. And no, sh- that, that was different just time? one time you were going to the airport, uh, I was going you home. You brought me to the airport. I remember this distinctly you. Okay. because you this fell this asleep. This is great. Dude, you fell asleep on the plane. I was like comfort, I think, and you were in the back of the plane and you fell asleep before takeoff and like four hours into the flight, I get up and go look at you and you're sitting straight up knocked out because we drank all night into the flight. <laughs> I'm blasted in this. Look at my eyes, man. They're red. They're bloodshot. Oh yeah, my God, dude. dude. We, that was definitely, yeah, no. I remember that flight distinctly because I was frightened how you didn't even like take the two inches that you were able to get. Like you oh were, you were just sitting straight up in between people dead asleep. I wish that I had notes on how I did that because I've been trying to accomplish that. That's when since. we got the Mustang, dude. Yes. So, dude, this is another classic, like, young traveler mistake the every rental car place has 700 mustangs because nobody wants them yeah and they saw us and they're like these guys upgrade you to a mustang it's only 30 dollars a day and that doesn't include all the other charges i'm like oh that's not that bad and it was like a thousand dollars i'm like dude this is insane (laughs) and the other thing too i remember like i think i i think you drove most of the time because i was just too high like edibles were just becoming a thing and we had lollipops and popcorn. And I was just like so high that entire trip. The other thing was, I remember we got to the airport so early and we tried to order a drink and they were like, you can't do that at this hour. <laughs> Bro, where were we where there was a beer that had a naked woman on it in Iowa? Do you remember that? <laughs> Wait, the Iowa University trip? We did Iowa State together. That was hilarious, by the way. The guy talking shit to you in the elevator. Horns oh. down, motherfucker. It was like six in the morning. Ricky's like, oh my God. He like slapped you on the shoulder. I was like, this is fucking crazy. I opened for Ricky at Iowa State uh, and we went for one day. We had no car. We made best friends with the bartender who Ricky then invited to my birthday party. <laughs> I almost flew him in. <laughs> And then instead, he just made Julio a video about how much he thought he was the man. Yes. And he likes to watch your success. Bro, Tim, shout out to Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. what up, dude? What I hope up, you're dude? watching. That'd be nuts. That'd be awesome. Bro, Tim. If Tim's watching, I'll fly him in for an episode. Let's fucking That's go. That's a fact. Tim? He, dude, we, he didn't even know we found him on, <laughs> on Instagram. Instagram while he was just... He was not even talking to us, and we became obsessed with this guy. You were drinking like absolute peach blueberry cu- or something. <laughs> peach, yeah, peach absolute. Like we were just trying to entertain ourselves. Like there was one bar in walking distance from where, no, we like had the to whole go. town. Yeah, and we went there for lunch and dinner. Drank, I drank Stoli blueberry or whatever all day long. <laughs> Then we got sunned in the elevator by some Iowa State fan and made best friends with Tim. It was and really Tim. fun. Yeah, that'd be cool if Tim reached out. That'd be sick. Tim's the man. Uh, yeah, dude, never we, forget We Tim. talked to him within the last year, so that, that would be cool. That would be fine. And he does a lot of deadlifts. Tim is constantly ripping deadlifts. Uh, Tim, I need some help <laughs> on technique, bro. I'll be doing them and my knees are hurting. Uh, but dude, this was like a big trip because you guys were still by coastal relationship yeah long distance and not long after this you moved in together i think right yeah well we were we were trying to figure out like whether it made sense if i move there or she move here right yeah that's crazy you also were in la for a bit before 
Like you started comedy in LA? No. I, I didn't know you then. So I started when I was 19. At 21, I got a offer to go out there and like, it was like free rent, all this other stuff. And I went and I lasted eight months. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of impossible. And I didn't realize like, like I didn't realize like everybody that was working at the store also had a rich parent. So mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to work at the store and be able to afford to live here. And right. then they offered me a job and I was like, that money doesn't work for me. Yeah. I can't be here. And yeah. then I went home. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't even know that you got the job. The no, job uh, the guy, Tommy, that Tommy used to book it. This guy with the long blonde. Oh my God. Dude. You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. I the do. The long haired guy. He, he offered me the job. And after I was going to come home for Christmas, he was like, when you come back, you can, you can have the job. And then I got back and they explained it to me. And I was like, that's not enough no, for me to like exist. Yeah. Damn, yeah. That's crazy. Um, and then I met Chappelle for the first time and he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, stand up. And he was like, go back to New York. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Damn, I watched dude. him do, I watched him do like one of his first sets back at the Laugh Factory. And he did so much time that I left came did laundry came back still, still on, stage. on stage valet came in and like gave out keys to everybody that was still there it was really cool experience. as far as literal time on stage performing comedy he may have clocked the most hours absolutely because he's doing four hours i can't imagine who would have more time than nobody. him on stage nobody has spent more time on a stage than him. dude i think our only mono a mono conversation we've ever had is when you guys did the garden and i was there and he gets off stage and like he walked by me and he looked at me and he went, good set. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. That's so I remember funny. that happening. That was so very mean, funny. Dude. That was very funny. Uh, I still don't know to this day if he just assumed that I went up or if he was fucking with me. He or he was talking was about himself. <laughs> He's a legend, dude. He's a legend. Um, guys, I don't know if you've been noticing. I've been progressing a little bit. In my fitness, I'm looking a little bit better on the cam, which I'm happy about. That is something that sucks when you do this job is you're constantly reminded of the state of your body because you're always on camera. Uh, but it's also good. It maybe doesn't allow you to fall off too hard. But I've been hitting it. I've been hitting the fitness. I've been feeling good. And I've been using the FitBod app, which is an amazing app that helps put together workouts for you based on your specific goals, your criteria, as well as what sort of equipment you have access to. And it helps build you a routine over time. And the AI that's built into the app actually learns from what you've been doing and perfects, improves, and is able to create the next stages of all of your workouts specifically based on you and your body and how you've been performing, which I think is super cool. You know, it's really amazing that you can specifically pinpoint things that are going to help you make progress and you're not trying to do some sort of one size fits all workout and be creative with it because you don't have certain machines or you don't have certain weights, whatever. This does all that for you. So all you need to do is go in there and crush it because that's what it's all about, dude. It's also a really cool way to track your achievements and learn new exercises. Keep track of your achievements and personal bests with FitBod's progress tracking charts and learn new movements the right way with over a thousand demonstration videos. I find the demonstration videos to be especially helpful. You remember back in the old days when it was just like a picture of a guy and then another picture of the guy when he's completed the motion. Mm -hmm. I love having the video for reference. FitBod's great for that. It's not too late to crush your summer fitness goals. Try FitBod today. Get 25% off of your subscription or try the app free at fitbod.me slash oops. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash oops.
I don't know if you remember this day. When you like forced me, you used to force me into terrible workouts. It I was took Ricky to yoga. Like it was definitely like it's like the same about drinking. He does this to me where he he has to ask me at least a dozen times or more to go to a workout with him, and then I'll finally do it. And is this the one when I ended up doing handstands? Yes. And I was like out of commission for like yes. two weeks because yes. of it. Yeah, because like. <laughs> But this is like part of like what I do. Like I'm so hard headed. I'm like, oh, I cannot not do it. Right, right, right. I have to do it. Yeah. And you brought me to like an extreme. And dude, you went to the worst gym in New York City. <laughs> I was doing yoga a lot at the at time. At David Barden, which is back. It's back. It's back. I don't know where it is. But I don't know where it is. Yeah, I think I saw it somewhere. I can't remember where, but it was down on Astor Place. Yeah. And the place was so dumb, dude. It had a DJ. A giant disco ball. Like full-time DJ. It was awesome, dude. It was so fun. I loved it, but agreed. It was like very intense. It was like, it was like, yeah, like ornate gay like miami like just the the most ostentatious gym it got shut down because it was useless because there was it was too big it was Not enough it had a dj like first first <laughs> first reason you get shut down we're at the gym and there's just like yeah. you just like dude, get a grip man yeah. it's 4 p.m you're dude. dj and it was sh look at the lighting i know like that was the lighting of the place very like bondage like, yeah you know. no yeah Dude, that that was like the year where I like made I got got lucky early. I'm already tatted here. I didn't even realize that. That's crazy. Oh yeah, that would I I had like one good year early in my career. I like got kind of lucky. And it was one of those things where like I wasn't I didn't have enough like groundwork laid to to leverage that into anything. So like I got two things in one year and made, you know, a little bit of money. Nothing crazy. But so like, you got that David Barton. Immediately sign up for a gym. <laughs> the most expensive. The most gym expensive. In the yeah. Like I'm like, oh, this is how much money I make now. Cut to the next seven years of barely making a dollar. Like, you know what I mean? Uh so unbelievable. Anyway, I still want I still to have that tank, be honest. You do? Yeah, I definitely have to be freshly inked here, dude. I'm not even kidding you. That has to be like my first. Yeah crazy that's wild bro uh -oh. this is a video dude i still have that painting this is a video bro and this reminds me of a of a broader theme which is that apartment bro on any given 2 p.m in the afternoon back to astor place back to astor place ricky and i would go to the wine shop buy the cheapest bottles of wine we could astor find. wine astor wine store and it would have three dollar bottles of chardonnay or whatever it would have a because they they liquidate stuff they would have like insane sales. So you'd get decent wine yeah. for $3. $3. Julio would have a backpack. I would have a backpack. <laughs> and we would load up on bottles and bottles and bottles of wine. Bottles of wine. And then me and G would just rip it. Drink the wine. And then we would walk back and forth past each other in the apartment for three hours we scheme dude we're just we're scheming doing some, talking doing some good stuff we're drinking wine and we're walking writing jokes neither of us are, are sitting writing jokes it would watching. drive my wife nuts not my wife at the point this is girlfriend this is my apartment on avenue a between fifth and sixth near drum 
Oh, right above it. Right above yeah, drama. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. We were this, like certain songs that bring me back to this time. Remember that song? Backpack. Fuck that. I was always hammered with drugs at that machine gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which hilarious. So weird that, that we like. We like know him. You, you know, <laughs> you were like actual boys of them. I've just sort of like been there when he's there. He's a good guy. I, I, I like know him, but I don't know him the way you know him. And like now your son has a bond, a bond with yeah, him. My son is closer with Colson than I am. <laughs> It's really insane. <laughs> they send videos to each other. They it's are so too close of friends. Yeah. Crazy bro. Yeah. But yeah, dude, we always My talk My son's about always asking if he can curse like him. And he's like, not no, until not I'm yet. 18. Not until I'm 18. <laughs> he's an artist. That's, that's why really, he can curse. That's really funny. Yeah. I love that. Dude, well, we always talk about this too. Like we, I, I don't even relate to like doing this anymore. Like I can't imagine no. doing this regularly, but- I will say this, we were pretty durable. Like we could do this and like we didn't, it didn't stop us from doing what we had to do still. No. Now granted, I maybe and, and me maybe more than you, but like because of stuff like this, maybe my extra curricular activities, I was single a lot of the time, I was making slightly more reckless decisions potentially, but we were still doing our spots. We weren't missing shows because no. of this. You know, we were still had our eye on the ball, but we were having a lot of fun. We were definitely having a lot of fun in that apartment. That apartment was, it was, and that's also when you were in Brooklyn. So yes. I kind of would trap you in my apartment for a day. Because, well, it would make sense because yeah. I had the backpack days. Your backpack was in my back, you know? in, in, my, in, in, in my house a lot. I go to gym. I go to the gym. I'm not going to go home. I now have my backpack with my gym stuff. And then I come over to your house, we drink, I have shows, I don't have time to go home. I'm in the city for the whole day when I'm coming to the city in these days. Yeah. So it makes sense that I'm like, yo, what up? That apartment. So funny. <laughs> wow. Pretty good. Um, good times. All right. Next one. <laughs> Remember that night? No. Okay. Let me, uh, there's other pictures in here that I didn't think you were going to like, so I'm not going to show them to uh, fill in the blanks, but let's just say it was a corporate event that we performed at. oh dude dude there's a, i want to see you don't show don't show, show them here after, show no, no no don't show just show me now oh, and yeah, we yeah. can discuss yeah, them okay. i just right. don't show them yeah 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 okay let me oh my god dude <laughs> dude that is bonkers i know i know well we, do you want it while i'm looking for these you want to give us does, this does anybody have you ever told this story Never told anyway that. okay so Danny Palmer, who he's a he's a character on this podcast. Everybody yes, I, I I I know. And um, <laughs> Danny, like, listen, he loves us a little too much. Like, <laughs> he should not be friends with us based on this incident. Honestly, this incident was bad. Um, we it's not our fault. I would argue he was working at, and he had nothing to do with this. He had nothing Let's to do. Let's put that it. out there. Yeah. But at the same time, he's our friend and he always wants us involved in stuff. And the year before for his Christmas party, he went ahead and threw a comedy show. And afterwards, the comics drank with his corporate people and had a good time. And, and it's the, in the office. Yeah. In the corporate it's office. In the corporate office. The show office was great. The 888 building in Times Square. It was in Times Square, yeah. 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 And uh, we were just invited the next year and we don't have boundaries at this point in our lives <laughs> and, and we basically show i like danny gave us a handle of t tangere and then a bunch of beers 
and people ended up getting fired for doing in the bathroom <laughs> with certain people was smoked in the corporate office <laughs> Danny was let go from his job <laughs> not it wasn't us specifically doing it people were no doing it, it was not and it, it was, was like not. we had like a crew you know there was people who would hang out with us who we always joke like couldn't hack it they couldn't last with our yeah, lives we have a solid group of four or five and every like two years somebody comes in trying to be a part and they last eight months yeah, yeah and it goes really sour for that person some people get uh asked for divorce um some people basically it was like them or us oh right 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 right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. somebody's like, wife was like yeah. you stop hanging out with those guys yeah or we get a divorce and right. that guy had kids yeah dude. That it was guy, crazy yeah. he was he was <laughs> he was a problem yeah and um <laughs> so anyway yeah but danny danny there's a couple of times where danny like danny would also give us the keys to his apartment and we would fuck with him we would like play pranks on him everybody had keys to danny's apartment one time i went over there and one of danny's friends was just naked masturbating in danny's apartment facts and we and would slam the go door and make face. we would go make copies of his key yeah so danny had no clue how many keys were out there yeah, <laughs> dude i threw a full i i started a show that yeah he would interview Ricky started a show like pre before podcasts it was were popular. called the break in with, and I would just interview people on his bed and yeah, which by the way, so I fun. have it still, but without audio. I know reason. for some reason, the audio <laughs> you, when I first, when I first got signed to my first agency, they had it ripped off the internet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I figured. Yeah. I, like, yeah. But dude, the, we weren't doing anything bad. No, no, no. We played a prank on Danny and made him think that his super, used his bathroom and made a big mess effectively Dude, we put we put shit all over the toilet seat. we put like pudding all over no, the we put bathroom pudding basically. and danny texts us all he's like did anybody come over my apartment today and we we're like nope and dude we used like an original stink bomb oh and yeah dude, we the house reeked and he's like someone came over and shit all over my bathroom <laughs> and, uh, and then we were like no none of yeah, us dude. ask ask your other friend that we've caught masturbating yeah. in your place and then he said no and then Later on, we were like, maybe it was your super. And then, like, his super was some foreign guy. So then Danny asked the super if it was him. And he was like, well, no, but there's another guy. And then, like... And then Danny was fully convinced it was the super. Fully convinced. And was Somebody doing stand-up just- about it. We recorded him doing stand-up about it. Dude, that was so fucking funny. God, we love fucking with Danny. But he... Then one time... I mess with Danny so much. It's unbelievable that he's still friends with me. But he is, like, one of my best best friend yeah same when we love fast up what when did you guys fast up to him? when i dropped when i dropped the, the video the video mm. yeah this is all around this like time. i let it run that far dude. here are the pictures dude if you scroll this way they're they're fine but like just what else dude just like oh my god so dude so also danny like well we love to fuck with danny occasionally ricky usually thinks of it to be honest but then it's like really funny like what's the other one i've done we pretended that benny had a really bad gambling addiction oh my (laughs) god no dude that was really bad (laughs) tell this story it's okay so so ricky had this idea we had this like podcast idea dude is at this corporate I know, event. I know. This is hilarious. In the mix, dude, there's like so many funny random things there. Uh, 
So anyway, Dan, we, t- we convinced D- Danny that Benny has a really bad gambling problem. And Benny calls him like asking for money, being like, man, th- so I got into it with some really bad people, man. <laughs> like, and then we, and then I and then he asked for an insane amount of no, money, money yeah. and because we were like, let's see how much we can get out of Danny. And Danny's like, I won't give you that, but I'll give you twenty dollars. And then <laughs> I call I call Danny in the prank and just go, how dare you give him money? <laughs> I've been talking to his parents. We're doing a full intervention. So I think it was more than 20 because we used the money then to throw the party. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe he gave us, maybe he gave him. So the whole prank was that like Benny has to go to rehab. We're doing an intervention. And then we made Danny write a letter to Benny. I have it. I no, you don't have this, I dude. Have it. it is the I have most. It. I need to find it. It's gonna take a second to find it. I'm gonna find. It. I don't want to have spoiler alert on this. Um, but he, let me find it. He, okay. But no, keep keep going. He basically writes this letter that is so heartfelt. And when do you think that was? 2017. Um, around the time we tried to do the podcast with all of Fat Baby. It must have been 2017. Yeah, I would say it was around then. But uh, so the idea was we 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 have Dan. So everybody's in on it except Danny. And then <laughs> um, so we filmed Danny reading the the intervention letter to me and Julio before he thinks he's about to read it to Benny. And then when we bring him into the room. It was a full Danny Palmer day, which yeah, we, we made, just celebrated up, which was Danny. just the dumbest thing in the world. There was just pictures it was too, of it was Danny too, It was too mean. It needed to, <laughs> Danny needed to be celebrated for being such a pure soul at the end of it. You know what I mean? And no joke, he was so happy. He was yeah, so, it was, was really like, sweet. You guys did all this for me? And we're like, dude, we just emotionally fucked with you for days. It was really, yeah, dude. Dude, it was the funniest thing, I think. That was, I think, possibly worse than because the letter is, if, the, if you are able to pull this up. I, I'm going to be able to find it. It's going to take me a second, but I'll find it. It's in notes, right? It has to be under No, I have a video of him saying, hey, Benny, you know, we love you. And, you know, don't do that. No, you have the original email. I remember there was an email that went out. Oh, yeah. Hip, we made yeah, him send us his letter before um, we were see. going into it. And he thought we had all written letters. Let me see. And we were like, Danny, we think it's best that you read it. And dude, he starts naming incidents with Benny where he's like, dude, like you asked time. me for bus fare. That's pathetic. Like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's brutal. It was brutal. And it was also like pretty mean to Benny too. Like Benny had yeah, like Yeah, Benny here. ends up like taking huge outs <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I don't want you to think we're like mean spirited. Like it was, it was like no. But everybody was open game in our friend group. Always, everybody was open game. It's true, but like Danny specifically, like yeah, Dan- Danny specifically because he just never learned, dude. Yeah, he was super gullible, and like <laughs> he just was really gullible. And this way, this like makes him a sweet guy, but also is like makes him really easy to fuck with, bro. 
You found it? Bro. Oh my God. Bro, you're going to have to read it. You found it. Okay. Uh, Oh my God. All right. Let me see. All right. So this is the letter he wrote for Benny's fake intervention. Yeah. Yeah. Did we? You're going to die reading the first sentence. He goes, Benny, we know that you probably think we are way overreacting and that we are all blank. Or maybe you think it's misguided and we all need to chill the fuck out, but you find it somewhat amusing. But we all really love you a lot. We probably don't say that enough. And sometimes love draws you to want to nudge your friend or family member to step away from acting dangerously or self-destructively. But the main thing... By the way, Benny thought he had no problem at this point. But yeah, but the main thing, the thing that makes us all unified and want to talk to you in this way is that we all really love you and respect you and we look up to how funny you are and how supportive you are of us. You're such a good friend to everyone here and to your family and you communicate so well and maturely and are thoughtful and listen and praise your friends and care about us. We want you to be with us for a long time. To not have something tragic happen where you're not around to be with us. We don't want that future for ourselves. And we want you to have a future that doesn't have fear in it. The fun that we all have with booze and weed and sometimes (laughs) (laughs) is no doubt sincerely fun. And we all have a great time, but the length you take it to and the frequency with which you do it has made us all concerned now and over time. Dude, this is crazy. And now with your life literally possibly in danger from gambling, it's too much, man. (laughs) Your parents are losing their minds. We told him that. We never talked to Benny's parents, ever. I've never even, I've met his dad before. I've never met his mom. We can't take what's happening anymore. We can't let them suffer like that anymore. We need you back, man. We need you to go get help and step away from everything for a while. We're not saying you should never touch a drink or party ever again. We're just saying that See, right Danny now, can't let the party down yeah, either. No, Danny, Danny can't just go. You shouldn't drink Yeah, Danny cannot say you're never partying again. We're just saying that right now the people that love you want to go want you to go get some help. As we all may need to one day. <laughs> and then come back from that experience and we will surround you with the love that we have always had for you and that we always will have for you. The main message to hear is that we love you. Thank you for listening. What a sweet. And so he reads that to me and Julio in another room thinking he's about to walk in and read this to Benny. And he walks in and like streamers and music and like champagne starts popping. It was unbelievable. We do all this. And this is probably why Benny should have gone to rehab. (laughs) He never pressed record. Oh. oh yeah yeah, yeah. we he, don't have the footage oh yeah we man. don't have the footage of us right before we went in yeah being like and i think he would argue that somebody else did i think i think he would too i think he i might think be right. i think it might not have been his fault but there was like <laughs> that was unbelievably funny dude. dude that was insane so that was we October might just have 14th. to do a fat baby recap of, <laughs> of like i would hate to see everything in your phone that's so funny oh god dude yeah it would have it would take a while to organize it i'm trying so that email by the way i was never in the inner game me that, 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 that was purely uh, another side of the group <laughs> me either <laughs> no seriously me either if you guys are looking for some really cool sustainable environmentally friendly products either for cleaning your house or for yourself for me i love grooming myself dude that serum is amazing it's, it'll get you smelling like your mom in the least weird possible way mm. 
I love mommy, dude. I love I love the products, man. The serum bar, I swear by it. I love the shampoo bar. I love the toothpaste. I know I keep talking about it, but the peppermint and the charcoal, really great stuff. And all of the house cleaning products, dryer sheets, cleaners, room fresheners, also deodorant that actually works. That's the thing that's so cool about um, the Reboot Eco products is that they are the improvement of those original products that we all sort of doubted. You know what I mean? We're like, ah, oh, but the deodorant doesn't work. Ah, oh, but the toothpaste doesn't fizz. Ah, oh, but the bamboo toothbrush gets moldy on the bottom. They've made cool little nuances to make it so that those problems are not a problem anymore. The deodorant does work. The toothpaste does fizz. Uh, and a lot of times you can buy stuff in refillable bottles. Everything is always uh, all natural and made in a way that supports a sustainable lifestyle for our extremely fragile planet. Uh, which I would love to be here for generations in the future. As I start to get older, I start to think about the world for my offspring and it starts to really be a thing that messes with my head. So uh, Reboot Eco is a great place to get started and it's not inconvenient. The products are affordable. They're really, really solid. Uh, it's a small business. You'll be supporting a small business. So go to RebootEco.com, promo code OOPS at checkout for 15% off of your order. That's R-E-B-O-O-T-E-C-O.com. Promo code OOPS, 15% off of your order. All right, bro, let me tell me if you remember this day, bro. <laughs> yes, I remember this day. <laughs> Julio, it's it's almost heartwarming to a point how much you love doing charity. I don't know if it's you for too, dude. I don't know if it's for tax reasons or <laughs> uh, like why you want to do charity so bad. But Julio, uh, this day was the day you brought me to a nursing home off Queens Boulevard to do stand up, and I walked in and I said, "I'm not doing this." <laughs> I do a good amount of charity. I was yeah. not doing any of this, dude. This was nuts. No, Julio's but dude, was hosting, I was hosting a talent show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, and you started with stand-up. Yes, yes, yes. And he's, these, these old people were so ungrateful and rude <laughs> that I decided I was not performing because I was watching them heckle and shit on Julio. Oh, he thinks he's funny yeah, you know, yeah just yeah. like these old mean people and <laughs> dude there was a guy that got up there and he was like let me uh i don't have a trumpet here but and he just started just going the air trumpet was great dude, there was so many different things like oh yeah what else there, dude, was, there was a woman named L, I don't even. I, Julio L duty, anal duty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Julio also had. <laughs> and I just I he couldn't also, unsee it. He also had to always take the person off stage because they wouldn't stop. Oh yeah, like everybody went long. Every, everybody yeah. was burning the light hard. This is and, the old uh, generation, dude. Patient. <laughs> dude, you just spit across the room. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. That's how funny that is. <laughs> but dude, no joke. These old people were such motherfuckers. Now, <laughs> not all of them, but a lot of them. A lot of them yeah, were of really them. rude and like them. ungrateful that you were there breaking up a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> dude, and it was it was I've 
Yeah, it was unbelievable. It yeah. was one of it. It was the first charity I ever saw you doing. You haven't stopped that since, <laughs> well, dude. You know it's funny with this foundation. I used to do these things at senior citizen homes, whatever, and it was a nice thing, whatever. But I kept pushing the guy to like start social media, and he's like, "You don't understand with these these grants." Da da da. He was just doing it like a really old fashioned way, and he wouldn't listen to me. And then I ended up getting arrested for starting a fire. And I had to ask him to sign my community service thing and he never spoke to me again. And it's always bothered me. Have you me. ever told a fire story? Yes. Or you, okay. Yeah, yes. I thought you were just going to brush by the The best brush thing about fire the fire story, bro, is when I called to get bailed out, Ricky was sitting at lunch in the Hamptons with the people I called to bail me out. And they all started laughing. <laughs> we all died laughing. <laughs> Julio's in jail. <laughs> it was like Labor Day weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. It was some Dude, nice. It skin. was crazy. And we're all just sitting around the pool dying, laughing, being like, How many acres? How many acres did he burn For anyone who's new to the pod, I started a big wildfire with fireworks. I talked about it in a recent episode in depth, actually. So you definitely are up to date. Uh but yeah, Ricky received that phone call i was it, it was a phone call that could have went either way and the way it went was one of the funniest thing yeah. everybody just kept getting blasted in the hamptons <laughs> laughing our balls <laughs> off dude insane dude mm. this picture is from the caroline's green room which i just feel is significant because dude, we used no, to smoke so many cigarettes in that green room and cigarettes and weed all day in that green room the guy <laughs> in the middle what was his name? Johnny. 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 And he was the best. And he loved us. He was an actor. He was trying to make it. He was a bartender at, bar, uh, at Caroline's. And like he just understood it. He got it. He was with yeah. the group. Like he was fun as hell. And uh, yeah, no, that was that was, that club was so good to us and so fun. It's and so this sad time, that bro, it's gone. Like it breaks know, my heart it that sucks. it's gone. It's so many good now. I know. I know. Dude, so many, like, during this time on, like, the Wednesday night showcase shows, like, monster lineups for by today's yeah. standards. You know, and we were Absolutely. talking about this a couple episodes ago with Mateo. Like, lots of very successful Mateo was one of them. Sam, Mark Norman, But this Joe is Mackey. where we just had no, like, we had no uh, respect for the air and other people that had to breathe it. Yeah. We were like, oh, smoking in But here. everybody was ripping cigs around this time. Those were the days. Yeah. Those were the cig days, dude. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed there that Benny's holding a phone case that's me <laughs> as a Barbie doll. I do. I remember, <laughs> remember that? that case distinctly. And uh, I remember just being on the subway and you using your phone and many people <laughs> just taking pictures of you on the back of your phone while using your phone. Dude, you're going to love this next picture. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's crazy. Him? No, what's really crazy about this picture is Fat Baby was infiltrated by two separate gangs two separate times that is true that is true and two I don't know if I different ever... branches of the crips wasn't the other time the bloods what was it i believe they so. were bloods i think those other guys were bloods and it's unclear to in what capacity but like there were nights where you'll be like oh that guy is definitely involved and in... yeah no so this man his name we there was so many people around us that we <laughs> didn't really know the name of which is crazy this was never soba and <laughs> that sounds like a fucking asian noodle dish and 
walls would every every fat baby we had we'd put neon lights everywhere like the the break ones oh yeah the, like what you get at a rave like yeah the glow sticks and the glow sticks and only picked up blue ones and put them all over himself and we're like oh so well. was a real crip and then like we didn't realize how old was he was like until he got arrested once and he called josh wesson <laughs> from like a juvenile hall and was asking to be released to him as his cousin oh oh yeah he's like say you're my uncle or something or my cousin yeah yeah dude and josh was like i don't know if i should take him in i'm like you should absolutely you should not, you should not take <laughs> like when the jail calls and they say never sober and you just have to like no dude no don't take him in dude he also sometime around when this picture was taken was like full-on spitting game at my girlfriend who at the time is not the girlfriend we were talking about earlier who was way too receptive and like thinking it was funny but like making him think that he was like succeeding and it like really yeah me. he showed up a couple of weekends in a row <laughs> or weeks in a row that we were just like wow this kid's nuts and then we didn't realize <laughs> I, we thought he was our age right like I, I, I didn't i didn't realize that and then when we moved the 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 show to the stand the original stand that's when the bloods got involved Yes. And they <laughs> <laughs> They were great, dude. They were great. They were, they great were really guys. good to us. They really liked they us. They got us But oh dude, what about <laughs> Double Cup Summer, dude? Double Cup Summer. We always had a different drink for every summer. That was probably the most reckless one. Yeah, Four Locos and lean. was a really Four Locos. like the original Four Loco Summer, like watermelon, watermelon, mm -hmm. Four Loco. Old formula. Really yeah. Um and then yeah, we uh, we the Bloods came in, and the Bloods, those Bloods, we're still kind of friends with some of them. Some yeah. of them were out my special. They're cool. Um, yeah. Once again, didn't know their names, not at all. One just went by Dragon, and we're like, why do they call you that? And he's like, because he always got a lighter. <laughs> yeah, we're just yeah, yeah. like, all right. One guy went as John Doe. Yep, John Doe. Um, and then there's another, I'm not going to mention his name, but um, right. yeah, like never really knew anybody's name. Real names. And we, dude, like, they would drive us to shows out of state. They were great. Out yeah. of state. They were yeah. cool. They were and really good to us. They were. They were good dudes. There was once, I was passed at the cellar at this point, and they, uh, one of them was with me, and I was just walking down McDougal, and a guy, like, arm-checked me, and I was, like, totally fine with it. It's McDougal. Like, it's that busy. And the kid ran after the guy, brought him back, and was like, apologize to him. Really? Apologize to him. And the kid, like, stood there and apologized to me. I was like, it's, it's cool, man. Yeah, Don't, good, do Don't do that. Don't do that. Guys, I don't want to tell you what to do, but don't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. We don't, you know. <laughs> this, do you remember this night? Uh, Yeah, but this is insane. Because... <laughs> I know. What, 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 where, where is my head? Okay. Yeah, no. But the thing about this is like 
we had like eight anniversaries. We would just make we're up. We're always like, throwing parties. We're like, it's our anniversary for Fat Baby. <laughs> and then just throw a banger. And the guy that owned, one of the owners of the stand would just be like, I'll sponsor the party. Yeah. And then. <laughs> He thought Fat Baby was so fun. Dude, he was right, he, it was. He, he, he loved us. He actually stole us from Fat Baby. Yeah, he, he did. He removed Post our us. show from there. He ended up stealing their staff. Yeah, he some of them still like, work there. Yeah, and like we, like we, and we just really were a part of the beginning of that club in such a way Yeah, that was so fun. That's, um, that's a really funny picture. Bro, do and you I, remember what happened on this night? I was, I so didn't want to do this night. So dude, we had like a party leading up to the show. We had a step and repeat. We had, you know, bottles everywhere. Like we get absolutely blasted and then try to do the show. And like the Yelp reviews from that night were crazy, bro. <laughs> They're like, this show is terrible. It's just a bunch of morons who are too fucked up to perform. <laughs> it was like truly a complete shit show. Man. Uh, but fun, obviously. Um, so, dude, I guess that's pretty much it. I don't know if you have any final thoughts about any of this shit before we ask you the final question we ask every guest. Dude, um, a lot of our... Th <laughs> We spent a lot of time drinking, man. <laughs> there wasn't one picture that it was like, yeah. that was a great sober day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man and uh i'm yeah. glad that we all kind of moved away from each other in enough capacity <laughs> in where summary we, can, <laughs> we had a lot of fun for a while that we can uh yeah be okay and still function as people in society yeah agreed this was uh, dude this was a great run yeah i really think you should do like a uh a bloods episode bring them on could be fun. I would. <laughs> <laughs> could be good. We just blur their faces out the whole episode. No. Well, put the, the, put the, oh, the, yeah. the. What are those called again? Ski masks, uh, but shysties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shysties. Um, well, dude, we ask every guest this, and it's funny. It's unique. when I Me asking you this question is unique because I've opened for you a ton over the years, which yeah. I'm grateful for all those opportunities. Um, so we do the road, but you would always joke that when I came on the road, your weekend was different than it typically was, which I always thought was hilarious. We always ask people what their weekend on, what a, a day, the day of show on the road is like for them. So if you want to talk about like me in town versus what you would do without me, I think that would. Okay. This is, this is great. I always love Julio because he's very good about like, let's go do something. Mm -hmm. I'm a very much, I stay in the hotel. I order room service, I don't move. I either sit on my computer or my phone for the day and get ready for to the show around like five o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, when Julio's there, it's a lot different. There's just <laughs> a lot of things going on. Like the time we went to Rochester, New York and he booked a ticket for Rwanda because he was dr blackout drunk. He books a ticket <laughs> to Rwanda and like, dude, we, we would go out and have a great time. And like me, I always loved being with you because like you were just good about getting me out and out of my head space and mm. making me do things that I would never do on my own. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I yeah. like that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Um, all right. Well, dude, I don't know if you have anything coming up that you want to promote or whatever. Um, you know what? I'll be uh, doing a show. I haven't announced this yet. Why not here at the New York Comedy Festival? Sick. Uh, at Chelsea Music Hall. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Do you know and when, what day yet? I don't have the 
date. Well, it'll be I, I might York have Comedy the Festival. date, but um, you find yeah, it on the New York Comedy Festival it's, website. It's in the yeah, it's in the New York Comedy Festival. It's going to be on their website. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sick. I'm running a whole new, brand new hour Sick. that has been a lot of fun putting together. And uh, yeah, Fire. that's about it right now on the plate. Cool. And at at Ricky Velez. At Ricky Velez on everything. Excellent. Uh, Oops Podcast. Send us your emails. Oops Podcast at gmail.com. At Oops Podcast. At not Julio, buy some merch, check out Afghanistan video. That's it. Thank I love you. you, buddy. This was so love fun. You, Thank you. This is sick. Peace.